TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thanks, uh, everybody. Appreciate you being here. Um, sorry for the impromptu uh, gathering uh, pregame, right before a game. <clears throat> but we wanted to make sure we were here and uh, and accountable to you with the major news from today. I've got some opening remarks that I'd like to start with, and then I'll open it up for any questions. Um, Obviously, as you've now uh, heard today, we announced a significant change uh, to the leadership of our baseball operation. The decision was not made lightly or easily, particularly given the deep respect we have for Hyam's character and for the professionalism and integrity that he has brought to our organization over the past four years. We all know where we are in the standings. It's a painful reality that fans feel as deeply as we do. Our fans deserve a winning, competitive team that consistently plays postseason baseball. Hyam worked tirelessly to achieve that goal. He is trustworthy, principled, and he's one of the kindest people that I've ever worked with. Today's decision is by no means a reflection of Chaim Bloom's character, which is truly exemplary in every single way. The results that we expect as an organization have not been there, and we felt it was time for new leadership to help chart a different path forward. In the coming days, we will run a vigorous and thorough process to identify new baseball leadership that will get us back to being a championship caliber club year in and year out. As our search gets underway for the new baseball operations leadership, the department will be overseen under the direction of Brian O'Halloran our three assistant general managers, Eddie Romero, Raquel Ferreira, and Michael Groupman. I can assure you we are in very good hands during this transition. In the coming days and weeks, we will all devote our collective energy to finding new leadership. And now I'll open it up for any questions. Uh, 
I think consistent with what we've um, been saying all along this year, uh, we expected a team that would be in this thing um, and in a postseason contender. Uh, and unfortunately, we all know we fell short of that. It's an old cliche, you know, we are in the results business, so results ultimately always matter. Were you surprised? I mean, the team was, I mean, a game and a half out of the trading deadline. I mean, were you surprised you didn't do more to kind of upgrade the pitching staff at that point where players in the clubhouse have been saying they need pitching? Yeah, I think it's not appropriate to sort of go back um, several months and analyze what went wrong. We've done a lot of that um, internally, so... Um, I think it's important that we just look forward now. Um, I think there's been a lot of criticism about uh, about the decisiveness of the organization, kind of the ambition in terms of the uh, player acquisition from outside of the organization. Uh, do you feel like the Red Sox have been aiming high enough in terms of the player you guys have been targeting from outside the organization? And how do you see that changing at all? We're aiming for World Series championships. Um, that's it. That's the aim. That's the goal. That's why we're here. We're here to win championships. Our fans deserve World Series championships. Uh, as many as we can possibly win um, while we're here, we are not going to waste this opportunity. We're here to win, and we're here to be competitive, and that's what the Boston Red Sox are all about. This has been a new era of winning these past two decades, and that's why we're here. We've fallen short. The last two years, we recognize that. Um, but the goal, the commitment uh, has never wavered once. Um, and we're here, we're here to win. So when you talk about that passion and wanting to win, um, how much does it factor in that you, know, you have other fan bases come in, take over Fenway Park, you have you know, dollar seats available? Like how it's been the business side of that and, the pa and also just the passion of the fan base of not letting it get to apathy, how much does that factor in? Look, like I said, we, we, need to, we need to be competitive. We need to be playing for a postseason spot, playing meaningful games in September, and playing baseball in October. Those are the expectations. Um, and we're, we're going to not rest until we're back at that stage. We, we own this. Look, there's, this is a really painful day um, for a lot of reasons especially the personal side of it. Um, and there's blame to go around. There's blame on, on me, our, our ownership. There's blame uh, for that on-field staff deserves blame. I'm sure some of the players would say they haven't performed up to expectations. Um, we all fell short of our collective goal, so there's a lot of blame to go around. Um, it's a really tough business. We felt we needed to make significant change uh, with these two positions, and that will, that's what we've done. When you do organizational analysis, why do you feel you've fallen short of that stated goal of winning a championship series? That's um, a, a great question with probably a really long answer. I just say there's been many areas where, uh, where we've fallen short at, at the big league level. Um, obviously, we've seen our defense, we've seen pitching struggle, um, so there's just a lot of areas where we need to improve. Um, the good news is, as we, as we look forward, 
I think we have gotten glimpses of this emerging new core of the Boston Red Sox. Um, and you guys know I'm an eternal optimist. Um, and as we, as we go forward, I think there's a lot of great things to build on here. Uh, but we owe it to our fans to be decisive, aggressive, um, and clear about the mandate, which is to get back to playing baseball in October. You know, I don't want to go back and um, uh, rehash internal conversations. I just want to, I just want to thank Hyam Bloom for his uh, contributions to this front office. He'll leave a, uh, a a great indelible mark on this. He's he's got a lot of friends inside our offices in that clubhouse. Um, so I want to thank him. Um, but we felt the change was necessary, and so we made that change. Yeah, I, I think we've always been consistent that trying to build, um, build that farm system, uh, but win at the major league level has always been a priority. Um, and obviously, the last two seasons, we haven't been there, so change was made. I think that speaks to just um, what a what a fantastic job Hyam and his team have done with respect to building our baseball infrastructure. Um, you mentioned the minor the improvement in the minor league system from a bottom five to a top five. I know there's different different reports um, that have us different levels, but that will absolutely be a legacy of Hyam Bloom. Uh, it will, there will also be his legacy in Tampa, where he was for a decade and a half one of the most well-respected um, baseball executives uh, you, you'll ever find. So he has a great legacy, um, and I think he'll have an incredibly bright future uh, ahead, and, and we wish him well. You know, it's, um, it, it's very early days to be talking about specifics when it comes to um, a candidate. At the end of the day, uh, we need leadership. These are, these are big operations. So um, we need leadership that can help continue to build the organization from the bottom up, continue to promote and expand processes, uh, procedures, medical, analytics, um, keeping up with this ever-changing game um, and leadership that is focused on um, winning at the big league level. So it's, um, it's something we've all been, been trying to do the last uh, several years, and uh, that will be the mandate going forward. You know, I, I think um, a lot gets made of individual uh, baseball executives' sort of philosophy and, and how they think about the game. Uh, I would just say that we're committed to bringing in the, the next uh, group of leadership uh, to, take us, to take us back to where we belong. 
Uh, we haven't made any um, determinations. We have uh, no um, uh, we have no plans with respect to filling these uh, these two roles. Um, we may we may fill these two roles with one individual. We may um, uh, find he or she who who wants to lead the organization um, could be a general manager, could be president of baseball operations. What we'll have to see today. Um, is about thanking um, thanking our our leadership that really worked their their tails off and um, announcing the change to you guys. What are your intentions when it comes to the Alex Cora coaching staff and how baseball ops will be structured around this individual? Yeah, look, there's um, there's a lot that has to improve, and that includes our on-field staff. Um, so uh, the, the baseball operations leadership will come in with a with, with a mandate to to run the department, all aspects of the department. And what was, uh, um, John Henry and Tom Werner and I met with Haim this morning. I do, yeah, I do. Um, you know, but again, this today is about. Um, Today is about a change in the front office. Sam, given the, you know, your previous three head of baseball operations have kind of, uh, you fired them after you know, about four years, do you feel that as an ownership group, you have to change how you approach hiring um, a person to, to lead the organization given there's been a significant amount of turnover in, in that span? Yeah, look, <clears throat> what I would say is um, we and those of us in the ownership group myself included, um, share responsibility and blame always. We're a team, we're an organization that, um, that works very collaboratively together. Um, in terms of making a change how we operate, um, I'd put our group up against anyone in Major League Baseball. So my answer to your question, I guess, is no. We, we're going to keep doing the same thing, which is relentlessly chasing winning. And chasing personnel and people in the front office that are going to put us uh, where we belong, and that's playing baseball in October. Can you rule out Theo Epstein coming back? <laughs> I appreciate the question. Um, I can rule out Theo Epstein um, as a candidate for uh, one of these two positions. I know there's, there's speculation, there's professional history, there's an even longer personal history. Um, but I can rule Theo Epstein out as a candidate for, um, for uh, uh, one of these positions. I'm not going to talk about uh, anything in terms of speculation with, with candidates, but um, we'll begin that, that process um, immediately. I do. I do. I anticipate a broader search, um, uh, one that frankly could take a while. Um, that's why we are, we are so blessed with Raquel and Eddie and BOH and group. Um, we have amazing men and women in this and individuals in this organization uh, leading us. And that's really important. Um, it is a team effort. 
we sat with our baseball operations department uh, before making this news public, and I just am always overwhelmed by the talent and, and that group. Um, so it's a hard day for them uh, as well. Uh, but we've got a great group in place to, to lead us in the interim during this search. In terms of like how you structured you were bringing in a first-time GM uh, without having an experience, you know, someone who has sat in that chair before, you know, there was no Bill of Joy. Um, do you think that, you know, do you think that the, do you think that structurally this was, you know, it, you guys kind of positioned yourselves in the best way? Well, by definition, we didn't, um, we haven't had the success that we expect. So um, I think it's fair to say that we would consider any structure uh, as we go forward. Um, but we don't have a lot of preconceived notions about what that looks like uh, right now. And experience, you're also open-minded about whether or not you would hire a first-time GM again or whether or not you would vote for someone. Yeah, very, very, very open-minded. Um, yeah, keeping options open. No. One of the main criticisms the last year or so, last offseason, this trade deadline was that people didn't feel the team was being aggressive enough in terms of signing free agents and making trades. Is that going to be something you approach differently, more aggressively this winter with the financial flexibility and the improved farm system? Yeah, we see ourselves as relentless and aggressive every single year. Um, I, I know there's been a lot of talk about a change in philosophy or pivoting, um, but from where I sit, uh, the commitment to continuing to invest at the highest levels of baseball operations uh, will continue, um, and that that will not change. The resources are there, um, thanks to our fans, period. Like this strictly a results decision where you're not where you want to be on September 14th or heading to the postseason, or you look at specific areas along the line and say, you know, should have done this instead of this uh, in that rationale. Look, it, it's hard to say that um, it was not related to, to results um, because, again, that's what, that's what this is all about. Um, so I think that's fair. The uh, press release said that the <coughs> uh, was offered a new position in senior leadership. Is he kind of mulling that over? It didn't say whether he was taking it or not. Is he mulling that over or where, where is it? Yeah, we wanted to um, to make sure that um, BOH knows exactly how we feel about him. Uh, this guy's got four World Series rings. Um, he's an incredible leader in our organization. Uh, so we did offer him a position, um, a different senior leadership role, which I'm very, very hopeful he will accept and help lead us go forward. Um, and and we'll have more news on that at the appropriate time. But I, I also want to thank him in terms of how he handled today's conversation. So very, very hopeful, meaning like he, on the spot he was not, he did not give you an answer about what I'm going to leave that discussion to keep that private. Is that like a special assistant? Not going to talk about that right now. How would you assess the time legacy here? Um, Hyam is, uh, like I said, he, he's, he's got a great um, baseball uh, mind. He's incredibly um, smart, hardworking, honest, ethical. Um, and I think he did some incredible things uh, in our organization, especially in terms of our baseball infrastructure, and really appreciate his efforts.
How do you feel the organization's alignment has been, like in terms of agreements, uh, agreement, disagreement about um, you know, both direction of the club and, uh, and how it's being put together? I think there's alignment around the ultimate goal, uh, which is, like I said, playing baseball in October and winning World Series championships. How, how you get there, there's obviously going to be disagreement um, and uh, the best organizations challenge, push, question. So um, that goes on all the time here. Uh, but I believe there's alignment around what our ultimate goal is, what our North Star is. Our North Star is winning championships and is playing baseball in October. Has been since the day we got here in February of 2002. Uh, and that will never change as long as this ownership group is in place, I assure you. You're very clear on that point, right? Like you've made it a number of times here. Do you feel like publicly that point had been clear enough in recent months, years? If, if it hasn't, uh, shame on me, shame on us, um, because that's, that's our North Star. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.